Cool. <laughs> Hello. This is so interesting. Um, don't know if anyone is watching, um, but here we go. We'll do this. Um, I'm super nervous, by the way. I did one other Facebook Live when we did episode two of Control Issues, and it was not me running it, and also super scary because it was like the second episode of the podcast, and I was a little nervous being under lights, and um, thankfully Adam was there to run it at the time. Um, so I'm not sure if anyone is gonna join this or watch this, but more so what I wanted to do was, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I have really bad allergies right now, so I might cough or sneeze, but I promise not the Rona, um, hopefully, right? Um, so what I wanted to do was get on here and be live and allow people to ask questions if they want or provide comments and um, whatever really um, in regards to um, control issues. So for those of you who haven't joined us before, I started a podcast um, with the help, really, Adam doing all of the work other than me just sitting in front of a microphone um, called Control Issues back last year. And it was really cool. And um, I mean, I could talk pain off a wall. So it was a really great experience for me. And what Control Issues was about and still is about, excuse me as I silence my own cell phone, um, was about connecting people that are within the rooms of recovery, whether actually being in recovery themselves or uh, a family member or something like that, and to just talk about human experience, to talk about, oh, hey, Adam, <laughs> to talk about um, human experience and to, to connect with each other, right? We have these wonderful lives that have been touched by the program, and the best way we can do that is to continue to share our experience, strength, and hope. So um, we got on, we taped some episodes, we did about six of them. Um, I believe there's a statistic, and I'll probably butcher this, so don't judge me, Adam, about how like podcasts don't last if they don't make it to seven episodes. Well, I didn't make it to seven. Um, so what I wanted to do was talk about my hiatus. I think I've been off for like five months um and kind of get really vulnerable and talk about why i took the hiatus and what my intentions are going forward to revamp and restart this podcast because this was something i really really enjoyed and um not only brought me joy but allowed me to connect with other people get different perspective and share that experience with the world and i allowed my pride and my ego and some internal issues to stand in the way of that um, but at the same point in time, it was probably what was best for me at that moment. So, bear with me, I'm really nervous. Um, so did some episodes of the podcast. Had a great time. Um, dove into it pretty hard and pretty quickly and I was a little overwhelmed. But also at the same point in time, um, we're here give some a little bit more backstory so next week on thursday i will celebrate three years sober so um i have some time in the rooms um but i also struggle with um mental health 
I have borderline personality disorder as well, which when I got diagnosed that, I thought that was like what serial killers and like meant you had all these different personalities, but really um, it just means that you have a lot harder time controlling your emotions. So I can have one day where I'm having a fucking amazing day. Sorry, I shouldn't probably cuss on Facebook Live. Um, and then the next day I will feel like crap and have no idea why, right? Like everything just seems to fall apart. Um, so I take medication, I go to therapy, that kind of thing. So on top of, you know, this, sorry, my cat is trying to knock over the computer. So on top of, uh, you know, combating my sobriety and staying connected to the rooms and all of that, um, I also was dealing with some internal mental health, which I honestly have a lot harder time talking about. And um, I'm never dishonest about that, but at the same point in time, Mental health is still kind of touchy and I should do a better job of talking more about what I struggle with because what I found is when someone else gets vulnerable and shares what they have going on, I'm more inclined to be connected with them, especially if I'm having that issue. So, um, last year around the time that I stopped doing the podcast um, was around the time that I got really open and honest and started receiving help for my eating disorder. Um, it's funny how I can go from, you know, get sober and stop, you know, like shooting dope and I have no problem talking about that, but this, uh, part makes me really nervous and really afraid and I hope I don't have any tears. Um, but there's a lot of shame attached to that. And so what happened was during that time, I started to feel incredibly ashamed and like I had nothing to offer the world. And I know this podcast is not necessarily about me, but a lot of it is attached to me, right? And so I didn't even feel connected to people who are in my immediate circle. Um, so I was having a hard time connecting. Sorry, I got these stupid bangs. If you wanna know about how you know you're going crazy, you cut some bangs and then that should have told everyone that I was struggling. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Um, Gotta make fun of myself, right? Um, so to go back to what I was saying, you know, um, I am really gl glad and proud of myself for reaching out and getting help. Uh, I had a fun, awkward text message to a friend of mine. I was like, hey, can you get me in touch with a treatment facility? And sorry, the lighting is getting weird in here. And he was like, are you st still sober? And I was like, yeah, it's just for other shit. Um, but, you know, struggling with an eating disorder was really hard and still is. Um, I couldn't accept it for a long time, but kind of the same way as I had struggled for many years to accept my alcoholism and addiction because I never was 85 pounds. Um, I never was the person who, you know, X, Y, or Z, like all this, the, the, the cliche things that you think of when you think of an eating disorder. Um, and cliche is maybe not the right word and I mean it with like my heart if so if any of this I say is in any way triggering or unintentionally disrespectful of an eating disorder it's not my intention my intention is to just express myself as honestly as possible so um, I had lost a bunch of weight in a very unhealthy way and a lot of that comes from my other fun issues which involve self-esteem and my body image issues which I believe that almost every woman and a lot of men as well probably more than I understand in the male atmosphere 
deal with some form of disordered eating and body image issues. I was listening, looking at statistics the other day and it is scary to think about the number of 10 year olds who hate themselves because of their body and feel fat even when they're not. And I can really relate to that. Um, I'm also a person that doesn't do well with compliments, but sure as heck latches onto criticism. And so in that same, around like a year and a half sober, so like a year and a half ago, um, someone had expressed to me that if I was more like a couple other girls that were close friends of mine, then people would like me more. And that kind of set the ball in motion for it to really like ramp up. And so what I did instead of leaning into therapy and being, thank you, Casey. And, you know, using the tools that were set in front of me that I had from, you know, getting help for my addiction to alcoholism was I just created a new issue. Um, and so as a result, you know, my, I got to a point where I was feeling hopeless and my life had become unmanageable in regards to my eating. And I started to notice things where like, like for instance, uh, I had to go to the ER a couple times. And I wasn't honest with anyone about it until one day I had to ask my dad to come pick me up because it was like seven o'clock in the morning and I needed to get to work. Um, but otherwise I had, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I still haven't shared with people because I was ashamed and I was hiding it. And when I start doing those behaviors, doing the same shit that I did when I was getting high, you know, like hiding things. And so this whole thing happens and um, I thankfully asked for help. Um, but what happened in accordance with that was that I had a lot of feelings and emotions that I was really struggling to deal with. And I still struggle to deal with today. Um, and so I felt useless and like I had nothing to offer. And so I didn't want to do this anymore because I didn't think anyone cared and anyone was listening. And it, it wasn't that I cared if people were listening to me. It was that I cared that people just wanted to listen. And it's never been and never will be my intention for this to be some massive thing that blows up on iTunes or whatever. It's just to connect people and so that we can spread the message of hope that comes from recovery. And that recovery doesn't just happen due to alcoholism addiction, but it also happens in many other things that have anonymous programs. Um, so, you know, I've been very lucky that, um, what's today? I don't know. I picked up a white chip uh, sometime in January. I haven't been tracking my eating disorder stuff as much, but I have been making incredible progress. And um, I am so proud of myself, which I don't often feel like. And in the last week, um, I've been feeling a little rocky. Uh, I feel like this time is hard for everyone. And I really leaned into it hard, minus that you can't tell in this lighting, but my hair's purple now. Um, dyed my hair purple, cut a bunch off, pierced another nose ring. Sorry, the camera's weird. Pierced another ring in my nose. So I did act out a little bit in quarantine times, but I've mostly leaned in and tried to connect to God, connect to other people, read books that I never have time for. Um, you know, probably could do better at doing my job diligently. So sorry if my cousin's watching this, who's my boss, but I will do better. Um, until the last week, uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine that kind of set me off. Um, and 
then I had an epiphany today in some prayer and meditation and you know control issues was put on my heart and I texted Adam and I was like hey do you think I can do this again and thankfully he co-signed me and shoved me on my way um so with that being said I figured I'd get on here and be honest and share my vulnerability and my experience and so if anyone else is feeling like you're not enough or your body is not right or you'll never do this or you'll never achieve your hopes and dreams that is not true and i know when i hear that from someone else i don't believe it because it is so hard for me to believe it in just with words right like <laughs> that's you adam um to believe it with words um it's kind of like that will smith song parents just don't understand like if my parents say it i don't believe it till someone else does kind of like the people closest around me can tell me i'm beautiful and awesome and i'll just be like yeah but that one time you told me i was loud obnoxious and bossy and i will cling to that until i die right so i don't want to do that anymore what i want to do is with the help of everyone who is likes this um, or listens is to get back on the ball and start sharing experience, strength, and hope and spread some love because we fucking need it right now. And sorry for the F-bomb, but there's too many people who, you know, continue to struggle with an incredibly cunning and way too powerful disease, whether it shows up for you in regards to food, shopping, booze, pills, heroin, whatever your shit is, it takes us into this place and, uh, and it's unmanageable and it's so powerless and I've been there and I know it and I've been powerless in my sobriety too. Um, so my hope is to get this back together, get it rolling, learn some skills about producing this. I probably will need some help with uh, the, the internet and Adam. Um, and you know, I kind of want to do things a little differently this time because right now I can't necessarily have someone sitting here and ask them questions. And I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier. This is so weird because I'm not communicating with everyone and with anyone, excuse me, like it's easier to have organic conversation. So my intention going forward is to have more organic and meaningful conversation. I like to bring in some people that don't aren't necessarily just, um, within the same fellowship that I participate in, but maybe some different folks and maybe some people that print, like participate in some uh, like Al-Anon or Co-Anon, those type of programs um, and get some other feedback. But for the time being, until we can be in person, um, I am going to do a weekly Facebook Live and I am going to figure out, because I know I've seen it done where you can have someone else with you. So I will do a mixture of some Facebook Lives where we talk about a topic, and I'd love it if you could send me some topics. You can find me here. You can find me if you know on Instagram, controlissues19. Uh, I have a Gmail account, controlissues19 at gmail.com. If you find me, somehow send me a topic idea you would like to talk about. And it doesn't need to be like straight out of a big book. It can be something else, like talking about, I don't know, anything and i'm not the official like official word on on pretty much anything like i've learned more and more that i know nothing um i do know a lot about disney so maybe we could have a whole time where we just talk about disney i don't know if you can see i've got some new tattoos <laughs> since i've been on um but get on 
talk about some topics, answer some questions, and kind of get the ball rolling to talk to each other and communicate and connect. We have the incredible opportunity right now to connect through the internet, whether it's on FaceTime, on Zoom, on whatever platform. I downloaded a house party app that's really cool. Um, can you imagine coronavirus in the 80s or excuse me, even the 90s, right? Like, or early 2000s. I don't know who was on here and how old you are, but I remember the dial-up sound and trying to log into AIM. Um, so we were so blessed to have all of these tools at our disposal. So we'll get a weekly FaceTime Live going, which I used to buck at, but I recently sat on a, a daily Facebook Live with a page that I follow and have been communicating with people on there and that's been so cool. Um, so get some Facebook Live going, get some topics, and then I'm gonna have other folks on here. And that may not necessarily happen every Thursday at 6 p.m. I will keep it updated. I still am like, I kind of dove into this head first today. So I need to figure out what time I can do. And once the world goes back to normal, um, I my job might not allow me to be ready right at 6 Eastern Standard Time, but we will figure it out. And I appreciate everyone having patience with me for the time being. And then all the Facebook Lives will eventually go on to um, uh, a platform, iTunes, Spotify, all that, all that jazz. Um, and we'll get that stuff on there too. Um, and I always welcome feedback, minus if you talk about my hair, you better like it or just shut up. But otherwise, if you have feedback on things you'd like to hear, things you don't like hearing, things blah, 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 blah. I figure if you're still here at this point, you don't mind my voice, but feel free to give feedback at any point in time. So that's the only way that I can do this to serve everyone else better, is to have feedback. Hey, Edric. Um, I don't know how women who do makeup and like sell things on Facebook do this every day. This is really interesting. Like I don't know where to look, I don't know what to do. I'm like Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands and all I wanna do is like squirrel hands. Um, so, but yeah, so that's my intention for the podcast going forward. I hope you guys will all join me on that journey. Um, and it really is about the journey, not about the destination. Um, and if you want to share this with someone else that you feel like might enjoy it, please feel free. Um, I feel like it is my responsibility in this world to continue to lend my hand and have it outstretched for someone else who is struggling or not struggling. If you just want to connect and have more people in your life, I will be that person. Um, because that's what God put us on this earth to do is to be connected with others and to spread love and joy and tolerance. Um, and if I'm the only person, though, my first sponsor used to talk about how like, you may be the only big book that someone ever comes in contact with. And I am far from perfect. I am not Mother Teresa, I'm not even close, but hopefully through this, I can help spread a message that was so freely given to me and absolutely changed my life. Um, so that's it really for the, uh, announcements portion, but I thought I would also talk about some like less podcasty updates that might be cool. Um, in the process of the last five months, uh, I've changed jobs. You know, Marie Kondo talks about if it doesn't bring you joy, throw it away or let it go or whatever her wording is. Um, and so I Marie Kondoed some things in my life and I got a new job where I have a lot more joy in it. So that's been a really cool experience. 
Uh, obviously got a bunch more tattoos, so shout out to Andrew Patch at Southern Star if you're in Atlanta. Go see him once they're back off quarantine because he's awesome. Um, I had a foster dog and cat before this hiatus thing, and now I have two foster cats. I was able to give the dog and the cat back to their mom, and I'm so glad. You know, I, I love them a lot, and I always will, but the fact that they get to be back with their mom is the whole point right it was to help someone and then allow them to go back and the fact that she's you know stable and can have them warms my heart so much um, lots of other fun stuff has happened in my life that you guys probably don't care about feel free to DM me and we can chat um, you know simple stuff like I added some photos to my wall but I don't know what to say at this point so if you guys have questions or comments feel free to drop them in there um, I'll probably keep doing this for the next few minutes um, even if I have to start telling dad jokes, um, they won't be as good at Bri as Brian's, but you know, he does have a good one or two. Um, so I really appreciate everyone who tuned in or who is watching this later on um, because it's, uh, it's not easy doing this. I'm not trying to like boost myself up or like be too egotistical. Um, but I feel like it serves a purpose, right? And if you know me personally, I quote Brene Brown till the day is long, uh, that vulnerability is the true measurement of courage. And, you know, hopefully my vulnerability will encourage someone else to do so. And if you wanna get vulnerable and talk about anything, I mean, I'll literally talk about anything. Ask any one of these people who are on here right now, um, I probably, know it all and know something about something um, but beyond that like I'll listen right we all need someone to listen I get a little tired of my cats being the ones to listen um, will I talk about how you recognize and bring awareness bring to awareness your ED behaviors and what you do to work through them so um, well, I, I'm, hopefully I answer this right. So in regards to what I'm doing to handle it right now is I have a therapist that specializes in eating disorders and then I also see a nutritionist once a month. So my struggle with that is that um, I always feel like I'm not enough and I'm maybe too big enough or whatever wording is that. So I have a bunch of stuff that I do, I have to do like self-esteem journaling which really seems to help to recognize that I'm worthy and no matter what the scale says um, I am enough uh, I also have stuff written on my mirror which is cool um, but the behaviors that I have to keep in touch with um, right now what I'm doing is I have an app that tracks them and it asks me questions like how much do I want to restrict today? How much do I want to work out obsessively? How much do I feel like binging? Like those questions and that helps me keep me in check because my personal things are like, I just don't want to eat, um, which doesn't make a ton of sense because I love food. Um, I, but still like it's kind of this complex thing inside of my head and so Another thing that I have to do is I have a reminder on my phone every couple of hours to remind me to eat food. Um, and I stay connected to other women who struggle with an eating disorder to hold me accountable. And so if I'm ever having a moment, it's kind of like the same basics of when you get sober is like if I'm ever feeling like, wow, I don't want to eat today, 
or for the next 500 days or whatever, I make a phone call and I talk to someone else and talk about why that is. Because for me, it's not about the food, it's about what's going on in here, right? Like, I feel like if I restrict, then I'll lose weight. If I work out obsessively, then I'll lose weight. And once I lose weight, then people will love me more. Um, so I think I've done a pretty good job. Um, I've gained a bunch of weight since I started this, which is hard to see. Um, I purposely don't own a scale, but I have to weigh in sometimes to prove that I've gained weight. Um, and I think you can tell if you look at me too. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, Adam. I hopefully could answer it better, I think. Um, but, you know, working through it for me is, an, is a daily process, the same as my sobriety, right? Is praying to God about it, is meditating on everything. Meditation. I wasn't doing it before, but I've been doing it in the last, I don't know how many months, even before this hiatus thing started, and it changed my life. Um, so keeping in touch with those simple practices and also, you know, through tracking my food and not to track it in an obsessive way for calories, but I track that I've eaten holds me accountable, right? Like, okay, I ate X, Y, or Z meals. And um, as a result, that works for me, but I am not a doctor. I am not a dietitian. I'm none of that. So if you are struggling, I definitely suggest getting in touch with, um, you know, go to a meeting, get in touch with a sponsor. Also, if you need medical help, seek medical help. Um, I really needed a trained therapeutical professional to help me with this one um, and give me some other tools in regards to like loving myself. You know, they, they have this like phrase that a lot of people use in the rooms about how like, you guys loved me until I could love myself and uh, somehow I missed the boat on that one. Um, so for meditation, uh, I use the Headspace app and I started with like the first day and have worked my way through it. And then once I did that for a couple of weeks, um, I've started doing meditations through like YouTube. I don't, not yet, I don't meditate well quietly. So I like to have music in the background and I do about a five to 15 minute meditation depending. In the mornings, I do about a five one, and then at nighttime, I do a 15 minute meditation. Uh, the Headspace app is really great for if you have no idea what you're doing. Like it starts on day one and walks you through the process and why you do it. Um, and then from there, there's so many opportunities to find stuff on YouTube. There's one that's really funny that's like, has curse words in it that I love. Um, so that's the meditation that I do. So I meditate every morning and every night. Um, both of those at the end of my prayer time. So I'm talking to God and then I'm listening for his answer. Um, so, I mean, I always turn my nose up at meditation for a long time. I was like, well, I pray, I'm good. But the problem is I can ask a lot of questions and if I don't listen for the answer, how am I gonna have it, right? Um, so hopefully that answers that question. Um, it also helps me just a side note, uh, when I meditate at night, I have a difference between a sleep meditation I do and a legit meditation or like a different meditation that I do. Um, I find that when I do the sleep meditation, it is awesome, but it's to, to sleep, excuse me, rather than like be meditative. And so I have to like sit on my couch and do it. Um, YouTube. 
YouTube is awesome and it's free because Headspace is free for a little bit. Um, so I'm really grateful everyone's here. I don't know if there's any more questions or anything else I can share and talk about. Um, kind of doing this on a whim. I mean, I'm even in my PJs. You can't, oh yeah, there's Simba. Um, so, you know, it's uh, it's been an interesting experience um, to say the least. It's funny because for being someone who has like a huge ego, I also have, I don't know what the right wording is, like my huge ego also is very nervous of what other people will think of me. Um, so this experience is kind of interesting um, and hopefully I'll get the hang of it with time and some, some more Googling. Yeah, find everything on Google, right? Google teaches you how to do everything. So hopefully everyone's doing well and you'll join us. Um, as I do more of these. Um, my plan is to be on here next Thursday at six o'clock as well, which gives me an opportunity to work a full day of work and then um, hop on a meeting at eight o'clock um, and hopefully for everyone else as well. And we'll get going. I'm, if anyone wants to volunteer to be on and answer some questions, um, I will not hesitate to accept that as well. Um, and I'll reach out to some people as well. So I really appreciate anyone that's watched. I cannot say that enough. Um, it warms my heart to know that, you know, if even only one person had showed up, it would make me happy. So thank you all for being here and I'll see you next Thursday and we'll do more questions and I'll get some topics. So reach out to me on, um, you can DM me on Instagram, control issues. You can send me an email, controlissues19 at gmail.com. I mean, my name is Zora Johnson. Find me, there's so many ways to find me. I have a very unique name um, and I will gladly chat with you. I hope you all have a wonderful night and um, grace and peace, my friends.